Five, four, three, two, one. Hey guys, everyone out there, this is Sonic Roscoe. Welcome once again to another episode of the Nexus Wormhole. Here again with my uh, faithful and super sidekick, man of mystery, super co-host, Leche de Mono to his friends, to his enemies. Mad Monkey Milk. What's up, Leche? Hey, back to the attack. Back to the attack. You want to start this? Go ahead. This has been a juicy one. It's been a juicy week. Go yeah, a lot, a lot going on. Uh, we definitely don't have a shortage of headlines, but... Um, no, we don't. But I think we're going to start off today by tackling a big phenomenon. Right. Antifa. Now, a lot of you are probably saying when you're at home, hey, I don't know Aunt Tifa. I don't know whose aunt that is. Well, right. We're not talking about somebody's aunt. We're also not talking about some kind of after-school activity. We're talking about just like they, the U.S. government created these fictitious groups that are fear mongers. We're talking about Al-Qaeda. We're talking about ISIS. All these names that for years you never heard of any of these, any of these uh, uh, organizations or, you know, radical extremist groups that all of a sudden out of nowhere just, ha just so happened that, you know, when things went down in 9-11, out of thin fucking air, Al-Qaeda was born. Wow. Al-Qaeda was born the day the the towers went down. Nobody had heard of these fuckers before. Right, right. Then when Al-Qaeda got old because they caught um, you know, they called they caught Sodom, you know, basically fucking fetal position in some cave taking a shit. Right. And they caught him there taking a dump and they took him out. Pants then, down, pants down. Pants down. Hey. Zero, zero, <laughs> zero dark 30. Oh, my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Zero, zero dark, dark 30 was was exactly his fucking butt crack. Up yeah, in zero the dark cave. 30. It's see. a dirty way to do it. But anyway, go ahead. Okay. Then when they caught him, yeah. um, it seemed like Al-Qaeda was a, you know, it was just the fad was gone. The thrill is gone. So yeah. they create ISIS. Right. Because, and then with ISIS, all of a sudden, we, we no longer talked about Al-Qaeda. It was like Al-Qaeda was eradicated, gone. Right. Like right. fucking, you, you sprayed raid all over those roaches, gone. Now we have ISIS and then bin Laden. What happens with bin Laden? Well, we don't fucking know. Maybe somebody still sees him under the sea. Maybe somebody, maybe fucking Aquaman's hanging out with him because we never fucking got to see any of any remains of uh, of Osama bin Laden. They never showed us a picture of his. Did nothing, no confirmation. Other than right. we were dumping a big thick piece of wood in the ocean. Why the ocean, by the way? What's up with this weird 
off the beaten path burial this fucking supposedly mastermind criminal you know he was like the mandarin fucking iron man nobody right, right. so there was isis now all of a sudden that's the problem but then isis is dead now they're gone but now the fear has to continue right right now how are we going to continue the fear isis is nobody gives a fuck about isis nobody cares about al-qaeda anymore so now we have Homegrown terrorists, homie, oh. Arby's. <laughs> yeah, and they're all and they beef. all meet they all meet at Arby's yeah. for the oh, two for one special. Yummy, yummy. All of a sudden, right out of thin air, and I've been around for some time. I got some gray hairs up my ass. Let me tell you something. I never heard of Antifa. Right. What the fuck is that? And when did that come from? And they dropped a bomb on Americans. Sure. Like sure. they knew. And that's what I love about the media machine. They bring these people up. Like we've been hearing about Antifa as long as we've been getting Happy Meals. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the way I see it, just to comment on that. It's, they need a bad guy, and you know, um, you know. Now it's homegrown. It's it's not Wendy's. It's you know, it's Arby's. It's it's Antifa. Get your get your double deluxe Antifa with a, you know big double gulp, nice double gulp. You know, a, a Circle exactly. K or Seven Eleven. And yeah, because it's always been around. Though. You know, give me a break. Yeah, I mean, from what I know a little bit, is there a bunch of kids who are anarchists and, you know, they want to change the world. Uh, and in fucking high schools in Antifa then. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I was in freaking... I was in anyway, so I must have been in Antifa because right. I, I wasn't thinking with the mainstream. Yeah, I was listening to... <laughs> go ahead, you're listening to heavy metal, eating little Debbie's in the afternoon, you yeah. know, going out... Getting, fuck the police and a six-pack. Fuck the, and the, the principal, and now right. you're in Antifa. Right, you, you know, listening to NWA. <laughs> if anybody knows who that NWA is. NWA was... Yeah, NWA was Antifa. It must have been. Everybody. I guess everybody Ice was. Cube. Metallica, Ice Cube, everybody. Look at all Ice Cube, he's an Antifa member, and now he's making movies. I, uh, what about Ice T? Ice T is in the force. Law <laughs> and order. Law and order. He's a regular now. They he's domesticated him. He's a uh, domesticated Antifa man. I know. Oh, but here's the thing. Ready? Yeah. So now they're trying to jam down our throats that this 75-year-old man who barely made it up the stairs in Buffalo. Right, New York. Who, Buffalo, New York. Who, who was standing there. Right. Probably has trying, dementia. Probably has maybe, dementia walking maybe. right into Think about he it. Who knows? He probably wasn't even, uh, you know, let's give him the benefit of the doubt. Okay, I'm let's say go he's with, there uh, for the protest. Yeah. He's there for the yeah, protest. I'm, I'm with right. you. I'm All with right. you 100%. The, the man was probably fucking Who knows? Know, walking around. We'd looking. He had his name tag and an address <laughs> trying to get his way home. But the guy's over there. He's he's walking up the stairs. He's trying to do the right thing. Right, Martin. I forget his last name. Anyway, go yeah, ahead. Yeah. <laughs> and they dropped him like a fucking bowling pin. <laughs> I mean, let me tell you something. They I see dropped a... that old man, 75. Uh, I mean, hurts. come on. Yeah, I mean, to me, it's so sad. You know, he's a 75-year-old guy. Maybe he sees this huge wave of stormtroopers coming at him, all right? Yeah. And, he, and he's like, oh, screw this. You know, I'm here to protest. You know, maybe he's pissed off. Maybe he's lost. You know, dealing with elderly people these past couple of years in my life with my family, 
they can easily get disoriented. It doesn't make a difference if they're past 60 something nowadays with the diets they've had and the medication they're on and all kinds of, who knows? It's heavy but, shit. But then you have this, this police force just like, you know, oh my God, like how, how is it that you can hire these people and what is the requirements? Because for these two, I think it was two officers, for them to just go out this guy, like he's the end of those. <laughs> I mean, he looks like an old man and he just drops in his he head. He's an old man. His head hits like a melon. Yeah. And, it's, and you he, could hear it. And the poor guy is just bleeding. And you're wondering, well, someone's going to help him up. He's, I, you know, eventually they him. do, but it takes about 10, 20 seconds or so. I don't even know. I'm just. Yeah. For one of the smart cops to finally realize, right. oh shit, so somebody recorded this, somebody right. recorded this. Right. And now we're in trouble. And the, the ironic thing is it doesn't, I mean, yes, it's, it, it, and I'm not, I'm going to get back to the point here, but sure. clearly this is, this is articulating the police brutality. Right. Right. And, and, and police um, I want to say this word. I I mean, at the same time, not just brutality, but stupidity. Right. These fucking guys are not only brutal; they're also stupid. Some of them. Sure. This just happened with George Floyd, and right. then they go ahead and do this to this old man. Right. Who, by the way, the guy's as frail as a fall leaf. I mean, he just falls right down. You know, when somebody elderly falls, it hurts three times as hard as when you were a kid. I mean, these guys break bones easily. He sure. clearly saw the guy had a head wound. He probably broke something. Who knows? But this is the point. Ready? And this is where I'm going mm -hmm. without deviating. Right. The next day, the almighty fucking carpet muncher comes out. And he says... <laughs> the golden carpet muncher, yes. The gold carpet muncher, the yes. fucking golden troll comes out and says to the public, this was probably an Antifa attack. Oh, man. He is burned out. He is. <laughs> and we are supposed to believe this, that Look. that old man who stood there had not a, he did not have a gun. He didn't have a fucking bomb strapped to him. Right, right. He didn't have a grenade. All right. he had, I think, was a pair of jeans or a pair of pants and his sneakers and a shirt. And he gets he gets trampled. And is that's the face of Antifa? That looked like a like a like a passive protester, probably just standing there to just give his two cents on the matter. And we're supposed to believe that the people that the the, the carpet muncher tear gassed in Washington so he could give his speech about how awkward it is to hold the Bible. Those were Antifa too. Yeah, I mean, to me, the guy is he's fried and he's got the codes too. All the all the the, the most powerful weapons in the world. Now think about that. You know, if if he's Antifa, then who? What is the real threat? I mean, is that really? Hold on a minute. This is. Oh, this is not Putin. This is Thanos. It's straight Thanos. I don't believe it's Putin anymore. Yeah. Let me tell you something. It's pretty scary. And for me, for me to see that and, and to understand that these policemen, you know, and I actually read the article, like a lot of them, uh, I don't know if it was them. I believe it was the police force. They, they, uh, they, uh, they quit like a bunch of members. Was that the same the same police force that actually decided to twenty was, right? of them, I think twenty or something, of them walked a lot out, of them, right. twenty plus walked out and resigned. Right, right. 
because they knew their fucking head was up anyway. They did the right thing because they were getting they were getting axed either way. <laughs> See, that's what I think. I think the same way. I think like, you know, a lot of they people try to fucking chips are up. Well, a lot of people try to play it off like maybe, uh, you know, there was solidarity going on for these officers for whatever reason. But I think you're absolutely right. They're like, forget it. This is, you know, let's just quit. Let's get the hell out of here. Let's, you know, and it's probably some kind of option because you usually can't quit certain parts of the force like that. It's like all of them just walked out. It was a large number of them. Yeah, it was about 20, more than 20 probably. So I don't know. I mean, to me, that's, it shows where we're at now where you can just knock down a 75-year-old man, watch his head drop like a watermelon, and then literally... Have the the you know the, the most powerful per- person in the country say that you know that this old man was part of a some crazy group that's out to destroy all all terrorist of the, group. yeah all because of these. these people are being treated like terrorists that's oh, no. the other thing you know and that's the thing about terror the t- the thing that that is this was where they fucking hit a gold mine. Right. Now, I don't know if you or the listeners know about any of the, of the the hidden agendas that were being propelled back in the 60s with with Henry Kissinger. He Ooh. put together this fucking illegal book that was called uh those are the I don't remember the name of the book per se. Um you know, hey, I, I can't remember all this shit, but what I do remember was that the book was the founding founding principles of neocon cons, conservative politics neocons this right. is where the word neocon comes from sure and in this book kissinger goes on to explain or whoever wrote this fucking book i know kissinger we did not write it he, i think he was one of the ones that I think that, about that for a second neocon, neocon. i mean they i think of star it. trek is star yeah, trek some exactly. kind of exactly like the fucking like the, the wrath borg. of khan the straight borg it's straight the, yeah. the heaviest anyway go ahead so but in these concepts in this book they talk about the hidden enemy how as long as there is a hidden enemy the government will always have an agenda and a reason to fight forward and give them a reason to always maintain military spending. Oh, yeah. And always maintain a reason to keep dominating control over the populace. Sure, sure. So now, now the, the, it's like, you know, this is, all makes sense with everything that's happening. That now we have terrorism in America and it has a face and it's Antifa. <laughs> it's just funny. The name makes me laugh. Antio, I think of it. It's Antifa. No, ready. It's something like this. I swear to you. Ready? Go back to 1985. Ready? Hello, this is Echo and the Bunny Man. I'm going to We have a new single by the Four Rockers, straight out of London. Antifa, <laughs> bro. It's so out. It makes no sense. Either Dad or a GI Joe bad guy. You know, here's Destro. <laughs> And Cobra Commander, and who is this crazy bad guy? Yeah. I am Tifa. And he's got snakes yeah. and shit coming yeah, out of his like hands. fucking Serpentor's uh, nephew. Serpentor's and Tifa. Nephew. <laughs> 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 oh, you know, all I'm going to say is at the end of the day, sure. we are talking about normal people that right. are going out there and are protesting because shit is really fucked yeah, in man, this country. Yeah, man. messed up. And now they have created, and it and and you have to let's think about this for a second. 
when there is so many people upset, so right. many angry, so when the mob has had enough, and we're talking about thousands of people that are marching, which is awesome. Thousands of people that are speaking up, which is great. We have thousands of people standing up for their rights. You know, it's an important time because of what's happened. People have had enough is enough. But you can't wage the war on people. Right, right. Or like businesses. You have to create a singular face that you can wage war on. So here comes the carpet muncher and his goons. And what does he say? He says, let's do it. Let's push this Antifa rhetoric out. So now we have a face to fight the war. So right. now anybody, this this podcast is Antifa. Yeah, right sure. Now. Why not? All of this is everything. Anything that goes against the rhetoric that these people are pushing on a daily basis, the goonies in Washington, right. is Antifa. Uh, man, I see it as like, you know, it's I to, to go back to the name and to to to, you know, the policies and all these crazy people trying to create enemies. You know, I see it as, you know, back in the day from our generation, you know, you had the Air Jordans, you know, like Michael Jordan's new Air Jordans. And, you know, you could see some yes. crazy other some other crazy basketball player, you know, maybe. Larry Bird's wearing Antifa's. <laughs> like the anti. <laughs> you know, the anti. It's so catchy. Yeah, right, bro. It's catchy. You know, it's like so, he, like, he so puts him on and he, he Same thing. Same thing. He blocks the freaking, you know. Oh, Antifa the, the for the slam dunk. Right. Or, you know, even uh, you know, let's talk about uh, Brady. Brady just came to the Bucks. Uh, Tom Brady just came from the Patriots. And that's a big one, Brady. Brady, what's he, what's he wearing? He's drinking Gatorade, but. Hold on, he's snacking on Antifa bars. <laughs> it's Chocolate how ridiculous. Coconut. It's ridiculous, man. It's how bad this whole thing it's, sounds. It's just, it's sad, man. I mean, I get scared a little bit because as much as I want to joke about it, I don't know, all these people don't have work. You know, I, 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 there was a prediction on this podcast a while back that Starbucks will start closing about 400 close these, this month or last week and there's going to be more coming a lot of businesses are closing down man a lot because of them, they man. can't do it they can't do it it's it's not um it's not feasible not feasible anymore. not feasible and also it hasn't even started yet i mean there's been phase one phase two i don't even know we're in phase three now but everything's reopening and my whole thing is like this is when it starts for businesses you know a couple of restaurants close to where i live now have, you know, you go out to eat, which, you know, I haven't, but if you go out, you look at their menu, they have a COVID 20% charge of COVID or some kind of percentage for COVID. Yeah, and the food prices have been going up. Right. That's food it. is going up because right. the only, right now, the only goods that are being traded, the only goods that are being consumed and being bought right. are food. Right. Food. That's it. And um, more than anything else. I think the only people that have been out there in the front lines are the, aside from obviously the, your volunteers or the, or the, I mean, the, the people in the medical industry sure, are the people that serve the food yeah. and they've been out there, you know, rocking masks and gloves and they're serving those happy meals and, and the lines are busy. Right. Yeah, lines are busy, but food's going up. Food will keep and the going up. Prices are going up. They're they going to keep going up, yep. and uh, you know you're going to have not as many diverse choices. And um, 
it's going to be interesting what happens in the next year. I mean, I myself am looking into different ways where I can plan if things get worse, because let me tell you something, there's an election coming up and, uh, uh, you know, I see Joe Biden biding time trying to figure out how to beat Who Trump. But wound that fucker up I, and sat him well, on a chair? There you he's go. Got about two, <laughs> he's got about two months of life left. I don't know. He but can barely talk. When you, have you seen this man sit down? He's like, I, I have. He it's... says, he goes, I am Joe Biden. <laughs> he sounds like a tie, like he just no, fucking ran the marathon. No, and he no. goes, I think that um. I don't think he's Trump is doing the right thing. <laughs> Look, I see, as soon as I see, and I'm going to paraphrase, I saw a couple of ads by him, and it's like they want to go back to Leave it to Beaver, but, they, you know, Biden's got this weird 50s and 1970s kind of body. Like, yeah, Scran, whatever. This PA. PA. <laughs> Pennsylvania, that's right, Scran, PA. And you put him on, and I swear to you, it's like they, they wind him up, they juice him up because I think he, 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 they just shoot him up with Red Bulls and all kinds of stuff. And they say, action. He just smiles like this. Hi. Oh, in his head, the juice is working. Yes. This is Joe Biden. Things are not going well for America. We got to love each other. He's not going to make it, man. He's not going to make it. Cut. <laughs> They're not, yeah. Unplug it. This fucking guy, he's not going to make it. And let me it. tell you something. And he's you... just an extension of Obama's and Clinton's anyway. Pretty much. Really, I mean, what do you want? For this what guy, want? what's he going to do? What well, is what, gonna exactly. Do? What's he going to do? I mean, he's going to be uh, one of the, I remember watching that Batman the Animated Series. It was one of the, what the puppet, there was a puppet uh, character, a puppet, uh, I forgot the name of it. But From the puppet master? The puppet master, I think, straight puppet master. But <clears throat> either, either way. I mean, this is the funny part. You put him up there with Trump to debate, and Trump, no matter what you think, the boy, look, this is how I see Biden preparing, okay? He's down. He's got Michelle next to him. He's got Hillary. They're they're pulling Red Bulls on him. They're giving him Ricola, all kinds of, you know. <laughs> He's dousing vapor rub. Vapor like rub. guys barely they alive. They bring in a freaking shaman from the amazons with a bunch of you know stings there playing yeah. you, you know soul kit you know and then to the right you got trump they got you got ronald fr hitting you know the hamburger throwing him freaking happy meals he's oh it's delicious it built milkshakes <laughs> from freaking you know chick-fil-a sonic, <laughs> sonic. <laughs> <laughs> and then they're going at it and let me tell you once they go at it Trump has the advantage, and I'll tell you why. He'll because tear him up. He will, he's a mean man with dementia. That I can, fucking guy can fight. That's what I he's can, used to. That's I his can, ball game. I can literally see, you know, Biden trying to be like, what you did with the protest? What are, you know, and then Trump, what did they with the protest? It's, I knocked him down. I beat them down. I'm going to beat you down, buddy. Your teeth are going to fall out of your mouth. You're, you got nothing left. And it's going to be a complete, a absolutely... Show. It's going to be absolutely crazy. I can't wait. I almost want to. I cannot wait to see that. That's going to well, be. This is, that is the politics of America. It. It's a fuck. It's a it's a show. It's a show. It's a game show. Right. You sit there and you completely really suspend yourself in another reality. Right. Because let's face it, nothing ever gets done. It's just a spitting match. 
and then this guy will get reelected for another four years because that's just so? the way I, 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 I think he might. Will. I, you know, I, man, I, that, bro, if they elected him president the first time around when right. he was walking around talking about grabbing everyone's pussy, like, <laughs> not <laughs> hey, what what? think about that. I think mean, about, if I was on. Biden. If I was Biden, I would literally, I would start out, you know, you know, they would inter- introduce both candidates. And if they give Biden the floor first, I'd look right at Trump and go, hey, buddy, I'm going to grab your pussy tonight. Literally, yeah. I would fucking go for the jugular. <laughs> go see, see what he'd say. Who cares? Are, Nobody cares anymore. This is Rome. Maybe, this is like Nero this, Yeah, maybe this is the only way uh, Biden can I would go. I mean, maybe. In his dirty match, dirty tactics. But well, America loves uh, it. That's uh, what America loves. They buy the popcorn <laughs> or sit down and watch that show. Bro. It's it's uh, it's, it's going to be interesting anymore. The, it's not about the health of this country. It's about the the dominate the domination of the world and yeah. and Trump is probably in line. I, you know, the funny part is, why is this just Biden Trump? Where are the rest of the where are the rest of these fucking guys that can do something? There nobody gives them an audience. Nobody, nobody gives them the forum. Nobody puts them puts them on stage. Is Biden the only no, Democrat, no. Democratic candidate that can that can um, you know put up a fight? No, there's actually a lot of there's actually a a, a lady that's that was in the military though, and I forget her name. And look, man, the reason why they put him there is because they're puppets. They can be easily manipulated. That's what I think. And the more you get into this, uh, you know, I mean, I, I always think of, you know, everybody says that Trump can be manipulated, but I'm sure if he's got dementia, he can. Somebody out there is, you know, pulling a, a you know, a Big Mac and making it go, you know, Trumpy, Trumpy, let's work it out. All right. If you give me that Big Mac, I'm going to work it out with you. Just yeah. give it to me. You know what I mean? So it's got- Either that or maybe a fucking, uh, you know, a 12 year old girl. Because this fucking guy's a pedophile. Well, you know, we're talking about, you know, uh, Abs- Abs- Epstein, Abs- that, no, that Netflix. Guy. Check it out, guys. Netflix. They're photos of all these powerful people. All because who, these people. Because whoever, whoever took him out, who knows who it was. You know, it's very, very, very dark. This guy. They but, were uh, tight. These people were all tight. But, you know, um, I just, it's a sad state of affairs that we don't have any other candidates, that we don't have anybody prepared, that we don't have anybody that can literally go up there and wipe the floor with this guy's fucking wig, you know? (laughs) Seriously. Listen, we're in a state of, in a state of the the craziest media mass, you know, ejaculation, because I don't know what else it is. It's just, it's the media, especially with Corona and everything else, going on now with these businesses and now there's a second wave coming and the funny part for me is you have you know the leader of the country literally telling people to <laughs> to gargle Lysol and and to drink shots of of, of bleach because you know that might work I don't know I, I haven't looked into it but I've tried it a couple of times and and people <laughs> are doing it they're ending up in the hospital I kid you not but this I mean, just goes to show you how, how simple-minded sometimes people can be, it's and how how easy it is for them to be put their trust into right. something that they don't even care to investigate. Right. And now we don't live in the eras of the dark ages here, people. I mean, 
It takes two seconds to sit down and Google, should I fucking swallow, you know, chloride, Lysol, Clorox, bleach? Is it safe? It's not. But they don't. Don't do it. Because St. Trump of Damascus told the masses to do it. Ah, man, I tell you, it's it's a Did you see the footage of him after he tear-gassed everybody, how he (laughs) went up to that church? Did you see I, him holding the Bible? Yeah. Because I want to talk about this. I yeah, need let, to talk about yeah, this. Yeah, let's talk about that because I guess he feels like he's protected by uh, by uh, some powerful force, which, you know, I call the, you know, the tear gas officers. <laughs> it's nothing else than that. I mean, that's so sad how he's trying to play it off, you know? So he goes off and he he, he gives such a big speech about how, you know, he's so you know, pro, you know, peaceful protests and America has a right to speak, yada, 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 all bullshit that he's reading right off the prompter. If somebody wrote this shit for him anyway, he doesn't remember half the things are written. And then he goes to this event that I guess at some point every bullshit president goes and stands in front of the presidential church. Right. And they embrace the Bible and they're supposed to, you know, toss a coin at the Catholic Church and say something remotely spiritual and connected with the fucking with the with the spiritual Christian Catholic, uh, you know, voting poll. So they get the so they get the votes and the nominations from the religious sects, you know, the religious sectors. Right. So he shows up and he stands in front of that church. And I swear to you, as I'm watching this, it was like seeing that the skies were turning dark. Yeah, it was. It was like it was like the red sun started rising. I mean, yes. it was like Stephen was, King, a Stephen King movie. Like, the, I mean, you know. if there was ever an antichrist moment, this was it. I this think was so. a moment worth well, recording. That's where I get scared. And that's... then they come over to the guy after he tear gassed everybody, so he can walk out of his out of his fine vehicle and they roll the red carpet out for Satan himself. Yeah. And he comes walking out and they hand him the Bible. That's so spooky. And he grabs the Bible and he looks at the Bible like me giving you a box of tampons. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> like what is like, not for me? Like, why am I giving this. why are you right. giving me a box well, of thanks. tampons? I'll figure I'm it a out. dude. Right, right. So he looks at this Bible right. like he's holding a box of tampons. Right. And he holds it up in the air. Sure. Then he shakes it like there's a fucking cereal price inside. Like right, it's right. A, like it's a cereal box. Sure, sure. He looks at it and then he shakes it again. Yeah, looking for the price. Then he shrugs his shoulders a little bit, like, (laughs) you know, then one of the the reporters says something to him, you know, hey, you got any words for us? Sure, sure. And he looks and he attempts to try to say something profound. Right, right. And it goes along the lines of this. Right. This is a great nation. God loves this nation. Right. We will be great again. Oh my. We're going to be great again. And he walks away. This was the, this was, and you're watching it. And then, then they, then they started, 
the uh, different news medias went up to different priests and different church authorities, I guess, whatever you've done. Sure, sure. And everybody was just fucking horrified by what they seen. Well, yeah, bro. It's the omen. It's 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 like the omen part eight. Like, you know, you skip three or four of them. And then let's say you, in some alternate universe, in the parallel universe, they kept making those omen movies, which is with the Antichrist. You know, those really scary movies about Damien the child. when Damien grew up and he became right. president. Well, of the not States. even. Damien grew up and then he met this guy <laughs> at a freaking, you know, some kind of freaking titty bar. And then they headed off and he passed all his powers to him using some kind of freaking machine. And there he is now. Like, like I said, you missed four or five of them movies. And then here we are. Fast forward to this shit. Yeah, it's, you know, it's just so dark to have that kind of imagery and symbolism where you have, you know, somebody, all these people shooting tear gas and then he's holding a Bible. Like, what does that have to do with the Bible? What does that have to do with anything? How is that represented in the Bible, tear gas or <clears throat> no, use of force, especially in the New Testament? Like, whatever. It's, it's nuts. It's weird. I want to rewind now just for a second to, let's say, what did make America so great? <laughs> okay, now out. I'm going to say mm-hmm. right. presidents like john f kennedy sure that everybody has dirty laundry so anybody here is i'm going to maybe list some of these presidents are going to say something right everybody's entitled to their opinion sure but i'm going to say this when you heard john kennedy john f kennedy speak man that shit got in your blood well he had intelligence there was something in there when you you heard his speeches right when you heard the speeches of roosevelt right when you heard the speeches of some of these presidents right, right. back in the day, they were prepared. They were people of intellect. They had people a content. That, they had they something. They had content some, and they could speak. Some character, right. They could speak, You right. sit there, you listen to them in the radio, and it was the words that mattered. But, I mean, could you imagine? Look, fast forward to this shit. Of course, but could you imagine Roosevelt speaking about, you know, speaking to the country and then, then he's going to a, a wrestling match and he's going to be, he's going to be, you know, a contender, you know, yeah. cause that's what Trump used to do. Or you look at John F. Kennedy speaking about, you know, the Bay of Pigs and then you see him with Marilyn Monroe. Okay. But you're like, okay, well, he's not a bad looking guy. He's got all this power, this and that. And I'm not saying woman, womanize, womanizing was great, but what I'm saying is you look at Trump and you look at his third wife and it's like, prenup did you read about that she resigned yeah, her prenup she resigned it came i read it today a little bit of uh, an article you can google it Mel- melania resigned her prenup when she found out he was going to become president like uh you better hook me up with some more cash if something happens afterwards or something look at That's that straight well, business we, we know why she's there she's a <laughs> she has her own set of interests of course of course that one that one's not there for any other reason than she's made getting a big fat fucking paycheck yeah but i mean roosevelt i mean when i think about even lincoln although you don't know how he spoke or like some of these older the guys ones, i'm talking about the ones that definitely sure were filmed and you know the, and you just go to youtube and put great sp- Great Speech. presidential speeches, right. and not just speeches, but also like yeah, I think who was it? Wasn't it Roosevelt during the Great Depression? Wasn't he? Yeah, one of, the of course he was. Wasn't the one he that... there during the flu, the pandemic, the Spanish flu? 
I mean, all uh, this stuff, oddly I enough, I think the pandemics were almost, no, they were maybe a little bit before. They were before the, because the, the market crash, crashed right? in the 30s. He was the one that kind of got us out of there. And remember, he was three or three time president or so. After him, it changed. I mean, they couldn't keep doing The reason why it changed was because during the depression, we needed somebody to be stable. They needed the country to be stable. You couldn't keep switch. That's what's going to be crazy about this. How are they going to keep putting somebody every four years if we are really heading towards a depression because you kind of need some kind of um, anchor or some kind of, I, I mean, look, man, I, it's going to be very interesting. But yeah, I think the in, the market crashed in the 30s. It really got bad in 33. That's when everything, the market went back up. By by 33, the businesses had already, it's like what's going on right now. If the businesses reopen right now, some of them that have survived this may not survive the next couple of months because people won't be coming back as much or whatever. It's going to be crazy. I don't know, man, but. Well, let's talk about this. Yeah. Let me ask you a question. Let sure. me ask you what your take about all of this. Sure. Your take is on all of this. Sure. Right now the latest media headlines in the financial sector right are talking about how healthy and great the stock market is doing right right the the dow industrial jones has been going up right well, it All crashed yesterday it crashed it was 1800 points yesterday it crashed yesterday oh yeah 1800 points yeah okay well, the, this is the that, thing. They yeah, always but, talk about, you know, how great markets do before the crash. Sure. But I don't, the thing that I've noticed that I thought was so strange is right as the country was reopening yeah, and all of these things were happening, the markets just started shooting straight up. Like right. everything was great. Right. Like it was like, oh, no, no, we're great. Everything's back to normal. Right. We, 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 we're back in business. Put the Christmas music on. Right. Everybody start shopping. Yeah. And then you tell me, okay, I didn't know that the market had just crashed. Sure, sure. But how bad? Right. Because I feel like they're going to keep pushing this idea that everything is fine in the financial sectors. Yeah. And it's not. It really isn't. You know, my whole point with that is, I don't know if it recovered, but it, yesterday, you probably didn't read it because you're not too involved. I'm not either. But it crashed pretty bad yesterday. And they just hype it up. And a lot of it, it's it's people trying to make their money back or, or, or sell or play with other people. It's some kind of sick game. You know, I don't really invest so, in it. It's yes. kind of a dirty thing, but it's all a game of, you know, it's all just, it's it's just make-believe. It's like the Wizard of Oz, you know, Warren the Buffett. The whole thing is make-believe. And that's, make that's the point. None of it is real. None and of the it. thing is, the stock market, plays the gypsy slash fortune teller card right. and says they can predict what's going to happen. Right. right. That's what they play. And that's why they say the markets are going up and why they, everything they looks were. so healthy. They were going up. Yeah. It was crazy. Because some fucking schmo said, we're going to be okay. Right. And he's probably trying to make money and sell other stocks he doesn't want from right. to get high or buy low, whatever it is. But did you hear what play. the stocks that they're selling they're and buying? They're buying bankruptcy stocks of JCPenney. 
They're buying wow. all the bankruptcy stocks of wow. all these different companies that are going bankrupt. Right. And they're selling it at dirt rock, rock bottom prices wow. to other people. That's horrible. They're, in yeah. other words, they're making their money of somebody's misery. Of course. That's what they this do. Is, this Opp- is the system we live in. Opportunity. Opportunity. I mean, there's and that's- it's okay. Hey, that's great. That's what we do. That's how. This is the problem. Problem is, people don't seem to care. No, I think people are in la la land. Literally, they're in la la land, and they they just, you know, they think at the, you know, it's scary. They think the food's gonna keep coming. It's gonna keep being packaged. It's in 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 certain areas, of course, with money in certain places, yes. But I really feel bad, especially for minority areas that were really affected by the riots it's going to be how, how it's going to be very interesting how they pull themselves out of this especially through um through this financial crisis because i just don't see it i actually think that there's going to be a wider gap a certain places are going to have more police so did you read about the police defunding they're getting rid of the police departments in certain places so there's not going to be any police and i'm like well that might work, but good luck with that because from the neighborhoods I live, let me tell you something. If you got three or four guys breaking into your door, you better, you don't know who you're going to call, but it ain't going to be your uncle. I mean, I don't know. It's, it's sad for me because I don't believe all police officers are bad, but I also believe there has to be some kind of reformation where some of these guys that go in because they're masochists or they're just bullies and they love, you know, they love to push people around or, it's good luck getting rid of those guys. You know, uh, I remember reading back in the day, you actually, some police for even back to the late eighties, you have to have a four year degree to become a police officer. That's mostly right. you had to have, and they still didn't pay much, but you had to, if you were written up more than twice, you were probably gone. It wasn't like this guy, like 15 or 16 times the, you know, the, the gentleman who yeah. from Minneapolis who, uh, Chauvin, yeah, whatever his name is, it's, I don't know, my friend. It looks pretty dark. And to be honest with you, it's, um, you know, I, I keep thinking of, um, of, of Dune. There's the book by Frank Herbert in the movie, how in, in the books, Paul Maldive, who is Paul Atreides, the liberator, this, this super powerful being, this person that's going to bring the free men, the free men, all the older, older freedom and, and, and put the emperor down in, in his place. He's a leader and, and he's also, you know, as righteous as he is in the book, there's a difference between him and the movie. In the book, he he's a little bit more dark. He is somebody that is too many people put power into him. And, um, you know, by the second book, he's turning more into a dictator. So it's it's weird who you put your hope into. So I always think of, you know, Ronald McDonald's cousin right now running the country. I'm telling you, all the people that put power into that guy, there, you guys, I mean, you know, I, I know family members who, who love that guy. And I'm like, you guys are nuts. You're nuts, you know, because of, because of the stimulus or because of this or because of that. Or some people are crazy. I don't see anything good coming out of this. The thing all. about the, the funding, okay. Stimulus. <laughs> stimulus checks. <laughs> You, ever, oh, you know, there's nothing better than throwing a dog a bone. A big bone. And this the funding thing is nothing but a big bone. Because <laughs> anybody, okay, Congress, 
the Senate, all these state government officials. Right. They say, yeah, yeah, we're going to defund. We're going to defund. Yeah, we're going to go ahead and defund. Just like that, overnight, everybody just snapped their finger and was like, yeah, we're going to do this. Yeah, what this on. You know what that is? That's calming the masses down right now. Right. But who's going who's, who's to follow through to the end to really see if they are actually going to defund the police? Right. This shit takes time. Right. There's legislature that has to be written. There's laws that need to be put into effect. Then, then you have financial accountability departments that have to maintain that they're going to take, you know, certain percentage away from X, Y, and Z police department. Who's really going to do all this? It sounds nice right now. It was as nice like when Obama came out saying that he was going to close Gitmo and he never closed it. Right. What I'm saying is this is a load of shit. They talk about it like it's going to happen, but it's not going to happen. It really isn't. I don't think they're going to do. And, and second of all, I'm not saying this because I, I agree with defunding the police. Why do they have to defund them? Right. Why can't they just the reform them? That? Right. Why do you need to take money away from them? Why are you going to take means to do their job away from them? Look, I think Why are you punishing the, the police department right. for the action of a couple of a couple well, officers? Did you see the mayor? That doesn't like, make any sense. Did you see the mayor as in Minneapolis? Did you see him getting booed? <laughs> he got booed by the protesters. Yeah, he went to Minneapolis. Join don't care, boy. Right, right. now, right. they're spearheading this whole movement. Right. So, if I was the mayor, and I was, if I would have been stuck in that position after this gentleman passed away because it's, of the brutality, I would have just literally told everybody i am <clears throat> dismantling the police force in the sense where i'm going to fire everybody i'm going to keep everything but i'm going to fire everybody and then i'm going to rehire everybody because that would have been the only way even the good apples you'd probably have to get rid of it would have been uh -huh. the only way to not destroy the city there's no way they could have said anything against that but because he took his time because these people were not arrested right away. Can you believe that? This, this cop was not taken. I, even after the video, it's like, how much more do you need? I don't know how long it took, three days? That's, that's insane. Yeah. It's insane. You know, yep. if, if he was black, they would have just taken him in right there. Yep. I really believe that. So I, I don't know. It. It's, it's very complicated issue, but we hope that uh, there's some kind of solution for it. And uh, it's all going to take time. And meantime, guys out there, you know, look at your options. Look at all your options and maybe buying some land, getting out, growing your own food, because just little things like that, being a little independent, because I, you know, things are going to be very wavy. There's going to, I don't think we're going to burn like Rome, like Nero burned Rome. But I do believe that there's changes coming that we cannot see yet, because I don't believe that all the businesses have closed down here. The mom and pop businesses are some of them that had savings. They're still going, but it's going to be very interesting how this goes. You know, like I was saying to you a while ago, or if I, maybe a friend, um, in the 1930s, when everything crashed, we didn't have the technology we had. It wasn't like we had cell phones or we had computers or satellites that could, you know, we can build something back up quick, quicker and faster. It took forever to even, and then you had, um, that big drought in the, in the, in the, in the, in the Midwest. And, you know, it was just crazy. Nothing would grow. And man, that's some rough, 
rough times if you look at history. So hopefully things, man, things get better. If not, guys, keep your eyes open because all you got is FEMA. FEMA coming after you if something happens. Let's talk about FEMA. Boy, talk about FEMA right now. You can rely on them to help you out with trailers, to hook you up with some nice, beautiful pants, and to give you some kind of some kind of some kind of vest, life 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 vest, or maybe save you in a hurricane. FEMA is the biggest fucking scam in the history of this country. Uh, People have no idea before FEMA. Isn't it amazing what used to get done before FEMA? Wow, yeah. Then the government comes in and they they regulate the sector of, you know, I, don't, I mean, I don't, what do you want to call it? Disaster management. Sure. And under, under President Bush, this FEMA shit's born. Right. <laughs> which is Homeland Security, which is the division right. of Homeland Security. Sure, sure. And then we saw what they did with Katrina. What a disaster. Oh, man, Katrina is one of the saddest, you know, I don't, if I was Bush, I would, that would be my, one of my, you know. I don't think the guy ever set foot to that fucking place. How uh, could he? If he was a human being, that, that's, that's this worst. Have that's you ever the worst. seen the video of him on uh, YouTube after a, a black person touches him in, uh, in Haiti? Black no. man walks up to him and touches his, touches his shoulders. And people and all the viewers uh, that are watching the podcast go onto YouTube and type up Bush and Clinton visiting Haiti during the during the uh, earthquakes that right. that demolished Haiti. They went over there some weird humanitarian front, trying sure. to make a bunch of money. And this black this black man walks up to walks up to Bush and he touches him on his shoulders and his arm and Bush grabs his hand and he cleans his hand, his arm and his hand off. And he grabs his other hand, the same hand that he wipes off the touch and he wipes it on Bill Clinton's back. It's so sad. It's so pathetic. And it's so real as to what these people are out there. They're a bunch of racist, completely, dehumanized predators that care nothing but themselves and their big fat bank accounts, man, nothing else. You got Racist. it. Racist. That's why they call it the white house. You, you know, I'll tell you what, hopefully things will change. I'm trying to be an optimist, but I don't know, man. I mean, I was even watching uh, Jason Momoa's, uh, the guy who plays Aquaman. He, he's an Instagram. He was, he was condoning and uh, thanking all the protesters that are breaking down statues of these leaders who were slave owners. These leaders from like the 17th, where there was some Britain. long enough. Take those fuckers all down. Well, break all the statues because why are we, I mean, in many ways, why are we, paying worship to these people who literally just made, you know, the system, you know, kept it horrible. You know, they didn't really change it. They just made yeah. money out of people's poverty and people's uh, I'll suffering. I'll tell you one man, look up one man they need to take down. DeSoto. 
<laughs> You're the conquistador, yeah. The conquistador, the solo, of one, of, one of the... I don't, was there any good conquistadors? That's the dark no, part. Well, that's what conquistadores means, to conquest, to conquer. conquer. But you this know, guy, they have him mapped out all over Florida like he's the fucking biggest hero, and he was the number one culprit of completely right. annihilating probably about indigenous, 85% of the, the um, Native American people in Florida. Of Florida. Yeah. And, and yeah. they got the Soto patched up everywhere like he's a national hero. Right, right. I yeah. guess fucking shameful. Yeah, well, it's all business. It was all even business back then. It's always been about uh, what can you find? What can you bring back to the motherland? How can we, you know, trick these people? How can we make them see our ways? How can we... Our ways. Yeah, that, the way uh, of the empire. Whatever yeah. empire you work for, whether it was Spain, where it was France, England, Germany, you know, it, it, the history is written by the conquerors. Whether the conqueror was good or not, that's up to you to decide. But I, most of them are not that great. I'll tell you that's that much. true. I mean... And don't forget, the, so were the other religious texts. Right. Well, you know, that's the sad part about it. You know, I'm sure there's a lot of good meaning and a lot of old religious texts and even in some of the the books that are trying to help you connect to, to a higher power. But unfortunately, uh, you know, you have corporations and you have uh, play, establishments like the church and other places who try to use that to control people, to try to keep calm them down, keep them down, whatever it is. It's... You know, are, are you referring to Darth Plagueis? Straight Darth Plagueis. <laughs> Let me tell you, the one that I love was Count Dooku. Straight Dooku, all over. <laughs> Remember what? Christopher Lee. What an great, animal. Great actor. Don't what get me wrong. I, the, the best thing about what Star what Wars. What a disaster. What a disaster. One of his last roles. And you try to take him seriously, but, you know, it, you know it's kind of like... You have Count Chacula in your cereal, and then you have Count yeah. Dooku, straight yeah. Dooku's. You know, get your Dooku puffs because it was a Duke, straight Dooku. <laughs> what are you going to do? Unbelievable. But, uh, Unreal. Yeah, guys. So it's, it's, um, it's been a pretty interesting week, and uh, I don't know. I think we've done about an hour here. So you have any closing statements you want to do or you want to keep well they always have uh we'll always have more juicy stuff coming out next week right um it's not that hard just sit down and turn on the turn on the tube and there's plenty of entertainment just watch the news i mean it's just like it seems like right now we have a we just have a fountain of just like running news fronts i mean the things that are coming out i mean it just just you know we're just commenting on the stuff that's out there, but people be aware of what's happening. Seriously, look up, open the door in your mind and start questioning what they're spoon feeding you every day. Always question your leaders, question the media, especially look at three other sources and, uh, you know, try to keep your eyes open because it's, there's a war yeah. going on for your mind and for your money and for everything, whatever else you're going to have left, if you have anything left after this mess. I've, I guess my closing comments would be to wrap it all up in, in, in a summary of everything we spoke. Sure. Is 
I don't think they want people to think for themselves. I don't think they want people to question things. And I think they want them just where they would like them, which is sitting there, nice, quiet, comfortable in their couches, just nodding out, looking at their phones and doing their everyday life. Because or else you might be considered Antifa. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to close it with this one. It's going to be very simple. Ready? It's looking like uh, one of our greatest actors, Nicolas Cage, will be playing his greatest role, the Tiger King. (laughs) (laughs) These are my tigers. They're my tigers. These are my husbands. That's we're gonna close up with that. All right, guys. Well, we'll see you next week. It was good talking to you. Hopefully, we'll have some arts and music, something yeah, different. Man. But we always talk about what we feel, and we hope you join us and subscribe if you can. And we'll keep this experiment going as long as we can. But this has been the Nexus Wormhole with Leche de Mono and Sonic Rascal. Thank you, guys. See you next week. You are in the Nexus Wormhole with your host, Sonic Rascal.